Master Tavern Keepers, History of the Old World. And so, after a short delay, let us now return to the world according to Engler Brack. Noon, the first sirens were born of a tryst between Manon and a powerful Naid, one of those beautiful and elusive nature spirits that inhabit some of the rivers of the old world. But uh, the story goes that she was also sharing her dubious charms with the shark god, with Stromfels, a curse be laid upon him, no doubt using some uh, foul magic. For uh, who could want anything more than the divine Manon? Noon, as a result of this uh, infidelity, sirens share similarities in nature with both of their uh, fathers. Noon, the sirens of Manan and Triton are both like their father in form. Triton has a bearded face of a handsome man, and his powerful torso ripples with muscles, but uh, his loins... I'm getting a little hot here. His loins and his lower half are those of a gigantic fish. He is huge, dwarfing even the mightiest sky titans of the Far East. Noon, it was the uh, task of Triton and his brothers to battle against the sea monsters of yore for control of the seas, and this they did, although all did not survive their ordeals. Now, just to build upon what Engler was saying, I've more to add here. For uh, my friend, the exiled Archmage, Carl Hordis Whitemane, also once spoke of Triton with me. So, young human, you asked why it is that Manon and his offspring share your hatred of the Druki, the Dark Elves, as you call them. The answer is this. In the ancient texts of the Lore Masters of Safari, from the dawn of the time of the Azir, before the Great Catastrophe and the coming of Chaos, Triton and his kin dwelt in the Great Ocean and came unto us. He was smaller than he is now, and most eloquent. He taught my forebears the skills of sailing and navigation and the secrets of the denizens of the deep. But after the coming of chaos he changed. He grew greatly in size and strength, and now no longer speaks to us any more. Anger has filled him, and his father has armed him. 
he wields a trident capable of impaling the hull of the largest ships, and wears a pointed crown much like his father. This now brings me to my dark cousins. The fact that the fallen Druki have taken his teachings and twisted them, employing the God-given knowledge for their own dark ends, well, let me tell you, human, that angers him beyond calculation. That is why Triton attacked the Druki slave ship upon which you were held, and caused you to be shipwrecked here on Skeggy. What? I did not know that it was Triton himself who had freed you when you had been uh, captured by the Druki, Master Tavern Keeper. Ach, really? A Septimus not told you that tale? It's a doozy daisy of a story I can tell you, Heinrich. Ah, but I think it is one for another time, eh, Cedric? For it is not short, is it? Oh, yeah, I see. Zoviso, then, uh, well, I look forward to hearing it in full at some point then. But uh, if we are not going to go off at a tangent, I, uh, I do have a different and on-topic question. Uh, perhaps you could answer me this, Master Tavernkeeper. Ah, by all means, O oh most noble knight. Thrust away. Oh, yeah. Well, when I first arrived here in Tobaro, I remember you telling myself and my comrades, Sven, Magnus, and my dear friend, Toralian, that there were sirens in amongst the rocks of the coast of Tobaro here. Ah, yes, indeed. And it is their presence that gave my tavern here its name. The Siren's Song. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But uh, I have to admit that I was lip-roaringly drunk, and uh, don't remember what you told me so well. Perhaps you could um, reiterate what you said about the science in light of our uh, current conversation. Ah, 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 ah. I'm not surprised you don't remember. That was also the night you passed out in the street and got kidnapped by the Skaven, if I recall correctly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I do not recall. And even if I did, I would prefer not to... Ah, ah, ah. No doubt. But, uh, anyway. Let's speak of sirens, then. The sirens that dart through the Tylean waters that lap the shores of the many islands of the Carvona archipelago that protect our fair city of Tabaro bear more than a passing resemblance to Triton. For they too are Piscean from the waist down, although their upper bodies resemble that of a female human or elf depending on who's telling the story, rather than a rugged, bearded man. However, in other areas of the world's oceans, tales of sirens differ. An old sailor I used to sail with, called uh, Minoru, from distant Nippon, told me that many of the lower halves of the body of sirens in the far sea near his homeland possessed octopus-like tentacles in place of scaly fishtails, and... The traders of Ind told me that sirens there had tales akin to those of long, draconic sea serpents. That said, one thing they all share in common is that they all possess wicked claws, which they hide until their prey is within reach, at which time they extend them and rip the throats out of their victims. Oh, 
Yeah, uh, my, my, my goodness. Ugh, they certainly sound fun and friendly to me. <laughs> to be true, as you oft say, Cedric. But uh, seriously, sirens generally do not like to involve themselves with the other races of the old world unless they feel threatened or offended. In which case, they've absolutely no qualms whatsoever about gorging themselves in the flesh of a sailor or anyone else who strays too close to the water's edge. That said, our wily navigator families here in Tabaro have been able to utilise the sirens off the coast to sabotage rival traders by bribing them with jewellery, gems and, uh, well, what not. Mm, but, uh, well, that's what's said. Although, everybody, I would not go flinging accusations at anyone from one of the navigator's families if you value your life. Oh, yeah, I see. Thank you, Master Tavernkeeper. But uh, what about the big brother of the Sidons, then? Triton himself. Is there anything more that you can tell us about him? I uh, stopped you mid-floor. I, for one, certainly dislike being put off my stroke. Oh, uh, well, uh, I most certainly can. Angler Brack told me this. Noon, there are some who misrepresent mighty Triton, equating his great and monstrous size with being nothing more than a lumbering beast of the seas, albeit in a divine form. To these people, I bite my thumb. Look at the arms and the accoutrements that he bears, his spiked crown like that of his father and his huge trident. A hundred yards long, both forged in an enigmatic metal as hard as iron and as incorruptible as gold. Are these the, the, the weapons of a beast? Oh, yeah, but uh, these weapons. Who forged them? And there. There are no forges large enough to create such things, surely. Ach, it's obvious, Heinrich. They must have been forged by the old ones to help in the fight against chaos. <laughs> of course, silly us, not realizing that. Uh, let's get back to Angler, eh? And Triton is also a magic wielder of great power. He has control of the seas and weather about him and has command over the dwellers in the deep manifesting these spells in the arcane tongue of Manon himself, a language unknown to both men and even elves. Truly, he is his father's son. But, whilst it may be believed by the cult of Manon that Triton is the god's first son, this was not always the case. When I was studying at the University of Nuln, I happened across a number of old stories pertaining to Triton from the early days of the Empire. Well, some were even older than that. Anyway, in these, his relationship to Manon differed greatly from tale to tale. In a number of folk tales, he is indeed called the Sea God's son, but in others, his brother. One, I remember called him Manon's avatar, his most divine servant, whilst another referred to him only as his first follower. Which 
If any are true, I cannot say. But the accepted belief is that he is the offspring of the god. There, that's it. I am spent. But that is Triton in a nutshell. Next, let us look at the life of a follower of Manan. And after that, perhaps, Heinrich, you can tell us if you fancy becoming a Mananite or not. And then, after spending considerably more time than I'd anticipated on Manan et al., we can finally get back to Araby. For now, though, I need another drink.